Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington, and today is a toxically masculine Tuesday, so we'll be talking about some sports or something today. Uh, great to be with you guys. Not a lot of news today. It's a very interesting day. To get started, what I wanted to kind of do was um, review yesterday's events, review yesterday's information from Jen on the Gentel. First of all, yeah, I uh, did get kicked off Twitter. Hopefully, I'll get it back when Elon Musk actually return actually takes control of the company uh you can find me at silas benjamin 33 on twitter that's my new twitter handle it's got the red barra cartoon logo thing you can find me there for sure all right um let's go back over what jen said yesterday for yesterday uh her findings on monday from her notes were um <clears throat> abortion ruling signed that was one of the things that she said, now we thought maybe we'd hear about it yesterday. We, we did not hear anything about the abortion ruling yesterday, although there were rumors that the National Guard and other um, military forces had been put in place in order to prepare for when this ruling was revealed. We don't know when it's going to be revealed. She also got Alaska pipeline triggered, re-triggered. We don't know anything about that either. We didn't get any references to that yesterday. Good morning, everyone. Um, but we do have uh, that information still floating out there. Haven't heard anything about the Alaska pipeline being re-triggered. Re we also got Mount Rushmore and release. We don't know if it's connected to Mount Rushmore, if Mount Rushmore is going to be released, or if there's going to be a release about the SCOTUS ruling on abortion. But we do know that for Tuesday, we are supposed to get silence. Now, does that mean radio silence, media silence, silence about what's going on, silence about the abortion ruling, the whole internet's going to go down, the day the earth stood still for an hour? We don't know. We don't know. We do know, uh, we do have some information on the financial side of things that is kind of interesting that uh, I think we should talk about. The original Mark Z reported this morning that um the nation of iraq is ready to go they are tired of waiting on the currency reset and they have permission and may yet choose to go on their own now if they go on their own what that means is that they are going to be putting out what's called a nominal effective exchange rate or a near. That's probably less than the ultimate value you're going to get if you hold the Iraqi currency when you turn it in. In other words, it might be like a dollar or a dollar 61 or a dollar 72, meaning if you hold a million Iraqi dinars, you'd get 1.6 million us fiat dollars for them they may go ahead and do this on their own that's what he's hearing he's also hearing however that the whole thing is still supposed to go at once and that it's very very close and they're expecting it before this weekend so that was what mark reported today also want to go over pop over and wish mark z a happy birthday it is mark's birthday today he is uh i'm sure turning 49 today or 39 Congratulations, Mark. And uh, if you want to go to his website, theoriginalmarkz.com, 
click on the video. You can watch today's news report. He had quite a bit of stuff going on there. So um, pretty interesting stuff, but nothing official yet. I personally would be quite happy to let any bank or financial institution have my Iraqi dinar for a nominal effective exchange rate of $1.70 or $1.60 or something like that. It would allow me to uh, do a few things I've been looking forward to doing. Now, in other general news, Kellyanne Conway, um, the woman who is <laughs> who defines, since it's Toxically Masculine Tuesday, she defines butter. She is butter. Takes credit for Trump's 2016 election win and blames Jared Kushner for the 2020 loss not the election fraud. She's got a new book out and in it, she says she's opening up and showing her true colors. Conway's coming out with a new book entitled, Here's the Deal. In the book, Conway takes, Kellyanne takes credit for President Trump's 2016 election win. She was the first female campaign manager to ever win a US presidential election for which she deserves praise because she did a pretty good job. Um, later in the memoir, Conway throws the president's son-in-law under the bus for the 2020 election debacle, blaming Jared Kushner for the loss and not Democrats in a stolen election. Of course, we all know that the election was absolutely stolen by the Democrats, that Donald Trump did not lose, he win. Um, she said out on election night 2016, people were giving her the credit. Trump was barely off the stage when the high fives and congratulations began raining down on me. People were rushing over, people I knew, people I didn't, shaking my hand and hugging me. And then she goes on to, um, <clears throat> attack Jared Kushner. She says, Kushner lost Donald Trump to White House in 2020 and presided over a wonky mishmash of a campaign that cost him nearly $2 billion and the presidency. This is a lie. Donald Trump won, ran a great campaign in 2020. He won. He won by a mile. Um, and Conaway is now part of what many believe is Mike Pence's campaign for the 2024 presidency. So this shows you she was always in Mike Pence's back pocket. Mike Pence is a traitor. We know from the lip reading videos done by the gunner's wife that Mike Pence was in on the attempted assassination of President Trump at the State of the Union speech in February of 2020. So we know for a fact that Pence is a traitor. And of course, it was confirmed on January 6, 2021, when he shoved through the election results that he and everyone else in Congress knew were fraudulent and which films like 2000 Mules have now absolutely proved were fraudulent and which Mike Lindell with his upcoming new uh, documentary film is going to prove the uh, electronic aspects of the 2020 election fraud. She's also married to a man named George Conway, who is one of the biggest piece of shit douchebags on the planet who, um, basically has attacked President Trump all throughout the presidency, all throughout the time Kellyanne Conway was working for him. And um, look, let's just take a look at this guy. This this slob, this slovenly fat pile of shit is attacking President Trump, has been le the leader of going against him. And basically, uh, Kellyanne stayed married to this guy. Why are you still married to this guy? If you're loyal to Donald Trump, if you had something to do with Donald Trump winning in 2016, why did you stick with this slob? You can't do any better than that. I mean, I realize you're butter, but come on, Kellyanne. Seriously, come on. Here are the facts. Let's just go over the facts for a minute. Kellyanne Conway, while she did a decent job, very good job as campaign manager, did not win the presidency in 2016 for Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump won the presidency in 2016. He won it with his campaign appearances. He won it with his television interviews. And he won it with his debate performance against Hillary Clinton, where he absolutely demolished her demolished her over the course of three debates and the masterstroke of all time after he was accused of making a few locker room comments about women and pussy. Oh my God. A man used the word pussy 11 years previously. Oh my God. On video, he said pussy. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, after they attacked him with that, he brought up all of Bill Clinton's accusers, his five rape accusers. He brought them, four rape accusers, he brought them to the second debate in Cleveland, Ohio, leading to that classic meme, that classic look where Bill's like, looking over at the women over there, and it's and Chelsea Clinton's leaning in, and the caption, of course, my favorite caption, hey, Dad, aren't those some of the women you raped over there? Anyway, uh, absolutely classic. Donald Trump won 2016 on his own. Kellyanne Conway did very little. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I use the word pussy on a fairly regular basis. So does just about every man on the planet, by the way, uh, or some, you know, Arabic version of it if you're Arab. So, again... This is nonsense. She had very little to do with President Trump winning the presidency. He did, and he didn't lose it in 2020. And for her to promote this BS that the campaign in 2020 was mismanaged, they demolished Joe Biden. Everybody can see that they demolished. And yeah, Kellyanne Conman, Kenneth B., way to go. I like that. Kellyanne Conman, that is a great way to come out. She's just trying to, I don't know make a little money on the side, make yourself look better. It's hard to tell, but uh, I've never seen such a bunch of BS in my life. And if she was really on President Trump's side, she would have dumped that fat slob George Conway a long time ago. Okay, so in a few other bits of news, let's go back to the, mon the monitoring of the 2000 mules. I mean, basically there's a new story on Gateway Pundit talking about how there is uh, 1.7 million ballot images have been illegally destroyed and video monitoring is missing for 181,000 drop box ballots. 181,000 ballots now have no ballot images, meaning they can't be legitimate ballots. So uh, again, this is all vo voter G GA reported. They've been identifying more illegal actions from the 2020 election in the state. Uh, at a November 9th, 2021 press conference, Border GA announced that their ballot analysis, image analysis team determined at least 70 Georgia counties were unable to produce all the original ballot images from the November 2020 election. They're required to take an image of the ballots, especially the mail-in ballots. That means that their results are uncertifiable. At best, they are uncertifiable. 102 Georgia counties can't produce Dropbox videos, which they were required by law to do. That means the election in Georgia was fraudulent and illegal. The whole result has to be thrown out unless it can be determined from the remaining legitimate ballots who won. And I'll bet you Donald Trump won that. So that's breaking. And then in Michigan, again, dirty, the dirty state of Michigan, the Michigan Board of Elections has decided that the top two Republican candidates from Georgia's race, including James Craig and Perry Johnson, did not turn in enough valid signatures to get on the ballot. Now, let me give you, let me tell you the truth here. This idea that you have to have valid signatures to get on a ballot, anybody should be able to run for any office anywhere in this country at any time. 
and states, yes, they can control their elections, but do they really have a right under the Constitution to determine whether or not somebody qualifies to be on the ballot? Now, these two guys, James Craig and Perry Johnson, are both leading candidates to win the Republican nomination, either one of which would almost certainly crush Gretchen Whitmer, Gretchen Whitless, Gretchen Witchy, the witch, evil, vile witch who killed old people in Michigan during the fake pandemic. Either one of these guys would beat her and they're trying to keep them from even being on the ballot. This is utter corruption. It's par for the course in Michigan. And this stuff needs to be taken to court and overruled in the courts. So if the Bureau's reviews hold, five of the 10 candidates who submitted signatures to run for governor wouldn't make the ballot. Three other GOP candidates for governor were also found to have insufficient signatures. Uh, the question I have now is, have any Democrats ever had insufficient signatures to get on the ballot in Michigan? The answer, of course, is no. So it shows us once again the absolute utter corruption of the left in this country. The election fraud continues. And guys, until action is taken, until people start going to jail, and that needs to have happened years ago, None of this is going to change. It's going to just keep happening over and over and over again. Okay, that's today's relatively short news segment. We got 209 people watching the stream here in uh, on the various YouTube channels and other channels, another 100 or so over on Rumble. I just don't get the audience. I, I have when Jen's here. Why is that I just don't get the audience I have when Jen's here? Because everybody loves Jen. That's why everybody, everybody loves Jen, and that's why. That's the biggest reason. Okay. Um, just to remind everybody, if you would like to uh, keep the doors open, contribute to the show, it's paypal.me slash Mike Barra and Venmo at Mike Dash Barra. I've been getting some nice contributions lately. I'm not sure if I can use names or not, but thank you guys very much from the bottom of my heart for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. And if you would like to keep this show going, support our, yeah, try a blonde wig, support our wonderful, wonderful sponsors, the amazing, the unbelievable NewGenCrypto.com. NewGenCrypto.com is a brand new cryptocurrency, which unlike other cryptocurrencies is going to be asset backed. When it goes live on the exchange sometime in June, NewGenCrypto is going to be the first of its kind. It's going to be the first cryptocurrency that's backed by actual technologies, actual products. There's going to be hemp-based products. There's going to be a new desalination technology, which is going to be far less expensive to desalinate salt water, turn it into fresh water, put out fires in California, and do all this incredible good for the human race. So it's backed by something solid. In addition to that, uh, up until the time the coin goes live on the blockchain, which is going to be a protected sole blockchain, you can earn an additional 10%. Uh, meaning that if you buy 100 new gen crypto coins today, you actually get 110. Not only that, if you stake your new gen crypto coins, you're going to earn 0.35% interest compounded daily. Meaning if you had 100 new gen crypto coins today, you'll have 101 in only three days. And it'll keep growing like that. And you can reinvest it back into new gen crypto, or you can go on the new gen crypto exchange and exchange it for other cryptocurrencies like. Bitcoin, Litecoin, Theta, XRP, anything you want to exchange it for, you will be able to do so on their separate exchange. You won't have to go through a wallet company, something like Coinbase, which is 
pretty iffy right now coin, you know places like coinbase it's not sure if they're going to make it and they're going to survive financially if they go down they'll take your cryptocurrencies with you this way you keep your new gen crypto you don't have to worry about anybody else taking it away from you so newgencrypto.com if you're interested go in watch hit the green bar watch a live video or a video presentation for 17 minutes on the product what it offers how to invest and then when you're ready you can click on the blue bar and actually set up a consultation uh, with one of the sales representatives like Paul Van Portfleet. Or if you have questions, go to the Telegram. Click on the little Telegram button in the upper right-hand corner of the newgencrypto.com website and do your thing. Ask your questions. They'll all be answered. Newgencrypto.com, the future of cryptocurrencies. Okay, so let's go over and go into the chat and see what everybody else might want to chat about today. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of Tomahawk from yesterday, I think the world economic forum needs a visit for one. Yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping that it would be a Tomahawk with a, uh, small nuke on it. Uh, but that didn't happen yesterday. Maybe it'll happen today. Cindy's here. Hi, every, hi everyone. 90 degrees in San Jose, California. Wow. No, thanks. Hmm. Not looking forward to that. Um, Money pox, money poxically today. Man, maybe good Tuesday. Virginia Reed is here. Laura's here. Oski is here. Howdy to the toxically masculine Oracle of Barra. That's me. Hi, Baba Two. How are you doing? Hi, Jennifer Gadbaugh. How are you doing today? Great to see you. Um, Kevin Strupp is here. Bill's Mafia Hitman. Yes, I did get knocked off of. I think I'm following you again on the new. Twitter, but I don't know. The Buffalo Bills are winning Super Bowl 57. Well, that's possible. There is a Phil live at 8 Eastern. Yes, we're, we'll see if we get any intel out of Phil. We're, we're supposed to get a little something at the beginning. Uh, hi there, Virginia Reed. Hi, Obi-San. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Stephanie Lynn Jackson. How are you doing this morning? How, are, how hot is it in Phoenix? That's what I'd like to know. Um, rock slide on Mount Rushmore. Is there something like that in the news? Is there? Laura, find out for us. Hey, Silas, yeah. Well, I started out as just being an alternative secretive Twitter site, but I knew someday it would have to go live. Uh, hi, hey, Mike, do you think you could ever get Nor Bin Laden on your show? Well, that would be interesting. Uh, I will try. That would be, it's a good idea, but I don't think so. Uh, seems like things peak towards the weekend. Yeah, I'd say that's generally true. Um, things can't happen soon enough, yep. Uh, I want my silver to go up. Well, the silver markets and gold markets are unfortunately rigged, David. Otherwise, silver would be worth way more than the $23 or $24 an ounce it is right now. Um, wonder if they will celebrate the queen, the queen's birthday before announcing her death. Possible. Possible. Kathleen watches Mark every day. Yeah, and happy birthday to Mark's twin sister as well. Yes, that's correct. They're fraternal twins. They're completely different, but born on the same day. Uh, Mike, why haven't you spoken on the footage proving Buffalo shooting was a fake? I haven't seen it. If somebody wants to send it to me, I'll take a look at it. But again, another false flag, another false flag shooting. I got, I got not much to say about it, so... I might have a couple of dong in the dark closet that the banks can have up there as a sideways. That's another thing. Uh, I did get a question earlier today that I want to address, which is somebody asked me, what should I do with my currency if I have it? 
Should I put it in the bank or should I keep it? I can't answer that question for you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. What's in a safety deposit box is not yours. If you look at the paperwork, technically the bank says it's theirs. Meaning if the bank goes out of business or the bank has to go into receivership or the bank decides through a formal, you know, formally informing you by letter, they're going to take whatever's in your safety deposit box. Remember, when you deposit anything in a bank, you are deposing yourself of the funds. You're trusting on the bank's good graces, graces and integrity and honesty to hold that money for you. How many of you really trust the bank? So what I do with all my assets is I split them. Uh, not necessarily 50-50, but I don't keep everything in one. You don't keep, I don't keep everything in one basket. That's, this is not financial advice. This is simply what I do. Uh, my bank hasn't been able to get quarters for two weeks. This is part of the RV. Possibly, possibly, but uh, don't know. I agree. So that Kushner was not uh, helping. He's probably connected to the deep state. I will remind you, Jared Kushner negotiated peace deals between Israel and Sarab countries that have been Arab countries that have been enemies for generations, generational enemies. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you hear the 70s poor music, it's about to go real as in real news live. That's right. We've got to thank Blake Wally for picking that 70s poor music. Uh, I hate the view, but I wanted to see what Conway had to say. It turned into a giant cat fight, as I expected. Kellyanne used to be a lot hotter, though. Yeah, she's butter. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um Look like a blind man with cerebral palsy and tailored his suit. <laughs> uh, okay. I tell my wife every day I'm getting that pussy tonight, and I usually do. Does that, you get, that mean you have a cat? <laughs> Kelly and Conman, also excellent. Uh, yeah, Kelly has a book. I remember reading somewhere about watching out for those with book deals. That's right. That was a uh, that was a Q post. Rick Norman says I never met a man that didn't say it. I know, and I act like it's some sort of big deal. Have I seen the Gunner's Wife live videos? Uh, no, I don't have time. I haven't had time to watch those. Are any of them any good? If there's any good stuff, if there's any good lip reading stuff in there, let me know. I I still want to know this. Why did she take down? the videos of her lip reading the pre-Trump rally footage of Carolyn Bissett Kennedy talking to the Secret Service agent before Vincent Fusca or John John, it's John John in this case, arrives, where she tells him, we're going to go. Now, for some, you know, like an idiot, I thought I saved these videos. I did not. But she's taken it down where she talks about Junior is going to play Vincent Fusca in Florida and Ohio, and you're going to be going with us and guarding him in Florida and Ohio and maybe Georgia, blah, 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 blah. She says that to him, meaning that the guy who comes in and sits down next to them is John Jr. It's Junior. She calls him Junior, not John John. She calls him Junior. Somehow, the gunner's wife took that down. Why did she take it down? She took it down because her position is that Vincent Fusca is John F. Kennedy Jr. My position is that John F. Kennedy Jr. pretends to be Vincent Fusca some of the time at rallies. So I don't know. I don't know why she took it down. Uh, my son can't find people to work. 
soon the ones he has won't be an uh okay i don't know where that went um gestapo gretchen yep yep they're, they're again you know i'm from michigan and i was upset when i found out about the not valid signatures first of all the signatures probably are valid secondly isn't it funny how they only want to check valid signatures when they can hurt republicans not when it hurt not when it it shows that republicans won their state so you know how about state farm backing down uh on the on the jabs i assume uh, i haven't heard that yeah that's great it's great news anytime anybody backs down but i take mayfield as my quarterback any day of the fucking week baker mayfield to get toxically masculine here he's not the best quarterback in the nfl but he's top 15 he can take you to the playoffs and he can you can win a super bowl with him if the team around you is good enough as long as he plays within himself and doesn't try to do things he can't do athletically. That's been the biggest flaw in the coaching he's been given. He's got the arm. He's got the mobility. He seems to have the intelligence. And he is an ultra competitive guy. He will go out there and fight to win. He wants to win. And he is so much better than anybody the Seahawks have on their roster right now. It's actually pathetic. Uh, tried to buy some new gym, but they don't do credit card purchase yet. Talk to Paul. Go to the Telegram channel. I'm not involved. They simply sponsor me. Uh, I signed up for a consultation, and no one contacted me. Paul, Paul, get a hold of Laura Mills. Um, Mike, have you ever met anyone who is a verifiable white hat? Yeah, I have. But that doesn't mean that they're doing the right thing. Okay. Last week, the temp was in the 90s. Today, it's 61. Mike, will you be on TV again soon? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I was on seven times on Friday, um, seven or eight times. And yeah, I will be on, and then again on some Ancient Aliens reruns. Uh, there's a new show coming out called The Fast History of UFOs, which I will be a part of. So uh 100 today in phoenix wow how's the brother recovering dave is got went last week to the doctor uh, six days ago got the best news possible he is expected to guaranteed 100 make a full and complete recovery both physically and with some of the memory things he's issues he's having so over the next two or three months we expect him to get back to 100 which will put him back to just being kind of a kind of a dick you're a dick dave um I've seen the podcast with Doomcock. It was awesome, but too short. We need more of those. Yeah, I I uh, kind of waiting for Doomcock to invite me on one of his his uh, cultural commentary. You know, his pop culture uh, shows, and we've talked about it. We'll definitely want to do that. Uh, James Fritz is seventy one here. Three inches of rain yesterday and last night. Well, yeah, you know, April showers bring May flowers. What a May showers! What a May showers bring. Uh, looking forward to that $1,000 silver likely next year. Well, whenever this financial reset happens, he goes. Thanks. One of the things that should happen during the financial reset is that the markets will no longer be rigged. So that's what we're looking forward to. Um, how do I move my crypto from Coinbase and move it where? I, I can't answer that question. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a crypto expert. What I would say is. Thank you, Barkley. What I would say is uh, go to the go to the Telegram channel, Victoria, and ask them there. Uh, Big Dave's peanut agrees. Nothing wrong with pussy. Okay, <laughs> saying the word pussy. It was good to see Dave in the chat yesterday. So glad he's getting better. Yeah, he is going to get better from here on out. 
Um, all right. Uh, that's going to wrap things up, except for today's bit of toxic masculinity. 20 years ago, a fantastic world-class driver named Paul Tracy had the Indianapolis 500 stolen from him. The Indy 500 is this weekend, and we must never forget that Paul Tracy, in fact, won the 2002 Indy 500. He was one of my favorite drivers, pretty much my favorite driver, an awesome driver, a guy who was fearless, who raced hard every minute of every second of every race he was in, took all kinds of risks, and most of the time made them pay off. Late in the race, because there was all this political stuff going on between an organization called CART Championship Auto Racing Teams and the Indy 500 and their shitty Indy Racing League. And the CART teams had been away from Indy for about five years. They came back, they dominated, and then a bunch of their teams jumped ship to the Indy Racing League. And only a few, like Paul Tracy's team, Team Cool Green, sponsored by Cool Cigarettes, stayed with the original IndyCar organization, CART. Paul Tracy comes in, he runs the whole race. They get down to the final few laps out of the 200 laps they run. He's running down Helio Castroneves, a Brazilian from the Trader Roger Penske team. He runs him down, he runs him down, he runs him down. On the next to the last lap, he passes him at the end of the back straightaway into turn three, which is really, really difficult to do. But then the yellow light comes on, some IRL scrub slammed it into the wall, and the yellow light comes on, and they say that it came on before Tracy made the pass, and they force him to go behind Castro Neves, who's on the Penske team, who has defected to the Indy Racing League. Let's just watch a little bit about what happened and take a look at the evidence. yellow caution lights now here they're coming out of the back stretch there's no question that castro nevis was ahead of tracy when he entered the timing and scoring line outside the back stretch what matters is turn three now we move the image over to the right and again it's difficult to pick out but there is a caution light there that has just switched on you see it go from dark to a yellow shade so at this point the caution light is on if you move the image back to the left the green car it's your judgment as to where those two cars are. Now, again, the Indy Racing League, after a lengthy news. The green car was ahead. That was Paul Tracy. And he's still pissed off about it today, which I do not blame him for. So why does this matter? It matters because there is no statute of limitations on justice. As long as this wrong stands, as long as they pretend that Helio Castro Nevis has won the Indianapolis 500 three times and Paul Tracy has never won it, that's a lie. Paul Tracy is 10 times the driver Castro Nevis ever was, ever will be. He was ripped off. It was stolen from him. The same thing applies to the 2020 election. We need to get this overturned now. We can't wait 20 years 
for the truth to come out and for everybody to know this was stolen because the consequences will be the destruction of our country, the destruction that you see going on now all around you. So today's toxically masculine lesson is justice has no statute of limitations. Now, Roger Penske eventually bought the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and there's no way he's going to allow the truth to come out. But someday, maybe, somebody, after Roger Penske dies, because he's in his 80s, is going to buy that speedway and tell people the truth about what happened and take a drill and drill Castro Nevis's face off of that Borg Warner trophy and put Paul Tracy's face on there. What happened to him is wrong. What happened to Trump is even more wrong. And it must be corrected. It cannot wait 20 years. And it cannot be one of these things that everybody knows is true, but just accepts that it will never change. That's my message for today. Everybody have a great, great Tuesday. Jen and I will be back for Tell the Truth Wednesday. Tomorrow, Jen's going to take Friday off, she just told me. So we'll be back tomorrow with Tell the Truth Wednesday. Try to catch up on Intel and see what's going on. Love you guys. Peace out. And again, to all of the other um, all of the other shows out there, Truth or Shows, your show prep is complete. Have a great day.